welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome to the Word Live broadcast today. I'm going to continue on the subject of unity in the body of Christ. Let's go to Genesis chapter 11, verse 1 through 9 and Amplified. And the whole earth was of one language and of one accent and mode of expression. And as they journeyed eastward, they found a plain valley in the land of Shinar, and they settled and dwelt there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. So they had brick for stone and slime for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build us a city and a tower whose top reaches into the sky, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we should be scattered over the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is, the on this is only the beginning of what they will do. And now nothing they have imagined they can do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and there confound, mix up, confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from that place upon the face of the whole earth and they gave up the building of the city. Therefore, the name of it was called Babel because there the Lord confounded the language of all the earth, and from that place the Lord scattered them abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Now, if you'll study these scriptures, these people came together in unity. And he said, these people, they, they uh, are coming together, they're in unity, and they're going to build a city that reaches to the sky. He said, there's nothing impossible for them. Nothing will be impossible for them. They can do whatever they imagine. So he said, I'm having to confound them because they're going to do things on their own here. And uh, they can they can even build a city that reaches to the heaven, one uh, person says. But it says to reach into the sky. He said, there's nothing that they can't do if they'll come together in unity. And they were in unity. And that's the reason he confounded their speech so they couldn't understand each other. So the whole world would not be together in unity. But let's go to Psalm 133. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. He said it's good and it's pleasant. How good and how pleasant it is. It is like the precious ointment poured on the head that ran down on the beard, even the beard of Aaron, the first high priest that came down upon the collar and the shirts of his garments, consecrating the whole body. It is like the dew of Hermon and the dew that comes on the hills of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Now, I have a, had a friend of mine. She was a pastor up in North Tulsa for 38 years. She passed away. Her, her name was Pastor H.H. H. Harper. And I'm, we ministered in her church for about 18 years. And every time we got up to her, do any ministry before we started, she'd always read this scripture. 
Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And she would have different people in the body of Christ or in the, in the church that day to read these scriptures. But this is also an, an example to us in the body of Christ today. It is, and verse 2, it says, It is like the precious ointment poured on the head that ran down on the beard, even the beard of Aaron, that came down upon the collar and skirts of his garment, consecrating the whole body. Now what this is, is the corporate anointing. It's an example of the corporate anointing of the body of Christ. If we all come together in corporate anointing in the body of Christ, and everyone is anointed, by the Holy Ghost to do his part and we come together in unity, there's nothing impossible for us. But there's been a spirit of division in the body of Christ for years. One person going, well, I don't believe like they believe. And another one says, I don't believe like they believe. And I'm not having anything to do with them because I don't believe everything they believe. And one will say, well, I don't believe what they do because I don't like what they're doing. And then the devil's even got this doctrine in some of these churches and some uh, denominations to say that speaking in tongues is of the devil, which that's the most preposterous thing I've ever heard in my entire life because uh, on the day of Pentecost, the devil had nothing to do with the Holy Ghost coming down and, and uh, filling the whole body of Christ at that time, all the 120 in the upper room, he filled them with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. It's the Holy Ghost that gives you the utterance to speak in tongues. But see, the thing is, there's been a division. And that is the whole, this is the whole thing that the devil wants to do. The number one thing it's the beginning and the end of what he wants to do. He wants to cause division in the body of Christ so he can stop the move of God. He doesn't want the church to come together in unity because if it does, you know what's going to happen? He's over with, and he knows it. That's the reason that all these things happen. You can look around at everything that's going on right now in the government. You can look at all the things that are going on in the world. You can see the things that are happening in the United States at this very time. And the number one thing that you see is division. Now, see, a lot of people think that just because the government says it, it's okay, but it's not. Everything the government says, it's not okay. We can't follow anybody except the Lord Jesus Christ and follow God's word. And if, if everybody would follow God's word, then there would be no division in the body of Christ. There would only be love. See, love has to be the thing in the body of Christ that is the number one thing that we pursue. We have to pursue love, and it doesn't mean it's going to fall off the tree on you. It means that you have to pursue it. We have to pursue to walk in love towards other people, to care about other people like we would want them to care about us Jesus said uh, he said do unto your neighbors you want them to have have them to do unto you so I mean nobody wants you to go around talking about uh, you behind your back and nobody wants you to start trashing 
nobody wants anybody else to trash them, so we don't need to be doing that. And we need to be praying for people and believing God that whatever they need in their life, he's going to change it and help them to come to a place to where they are going to fulfill what God called them to do. They're going to learn about love. They're going to learn all the things that God wants them to learn and be a uh and what we have to do is uh, to disciple people that have come into the body of Christ, new converts, to help them on their way. And I've got a couple, some friends of mine in North Carolina. I, I got born again there. And uh, I learned a lot of stuff from all these people. My sister, she led me to the Lord. And then there was a, I got started out in New Covenant Church in Ennis, North Carolina. My pastor was Phil Edwards. And he became my friend, and I'm still, I'm friends with him today. He's a very precious man of God, and I love him very much. And uh, there was some, and at that time, I was in such bad shape that uh, I didn't even have driver's license. They caught me for drunk driving so many times. I lost my driver's license. They took them away from me indefinitely. They said, "You'll never get them back." I received Jesus as my Lord. And, you know, people from the church went and they went before the judge and testified that what God had, what he'd done in my life and how he had changed my life completely. And, you know, these people cared about me just as much as if it was them doing it. If it was them losing their license, if it was them having to go through the things I went through, but they seen the change in my life and they helped me. I had a friend of mine, Russell uh, and Wanda Burchett, two of my best friends, They'd come pick me up every day and take me to church. They got up and testified, this man is not the same man he was before. See? And there was unity. There wasn't, well, you know, look at this guy. He's been out here all this time committing all this sin and everything. And he's out here, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'll trust him or not. No, they said, we see the change in his life and we're going to help him to progress and disciple this guy. We see the call of God upon his life. We see what he can do. We see what God has for him. And they cared about me so much they went out of their way to help me. And that's what we have to do. We have to help other people, new converts that come in. we got to take them and disciple them. Teach them the word. Every day, give them a word from the Lord. Say, listen, this is what God's word says in the Bible. Take, give them some scripture to read every day and say, look, this is what the word says. This will help you out. Will you read this today? Well, I had also had a bunch of people from the from my church. They wanted me to go to some Holy Ghost meetings with them. Went there and got filled with the Holy Ghost. I got filled with the Holy Spirit. Left out of there, completely changed. But see, it was a corporate anointing in the place, and there still is one. Everybody cares about everybody else. You don't see that much anymore. If somebody has a problem in the church, everybody tries to take up money and they'll give it to that person, try to help them out, make sure they get over the hump. This is just one example. But see, this is what the whole body should be doing, caring about each other. Love is the greatest thing. Love is the number one thing that we have in the body of Christ to bring it together in unity. And if we get our eyes off of ourselves and get our eyes on other people and what we can do to help somebody else, guess what? It brings unity. They're not out there on their own, just out there by themselves. 
trying to make it through Christianity on their own, not having any help and not having any mentorship. And then that's the reason a lot of people fall away from the Lord because they're going, I don't know, I can't do this because they don't have the knowledge to walk in the truth. I don't know how I got off on this, but it's good anyway. But you know, then corporate anointing in the body of Christ, if everybody would come together. Now, see, just like these people that helped me when I first became a convert, maybe that's got what God's called you to do, to help people in the body of Christ. We have to have new believers classes so that people can come into the body and they cannot learn who they are in Christ Jesus. That could be a ministry for you as well. You have to seek the Lord on what he wants you to do and then go out and fulfill that. And have our mind upon the lost and upon new converts and people coming into the body of Christ. What can I do to help that person? To help them get started in the body of Christ. To help them get catapulted out into what God's called them to do. To teach them. To be there for them. Say, call me if you need me. Pray for that person. Be there for that person when they need you. So that when they do need you, they don't have any 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 inhibitions about calling you but saying i'm there for you anytime you need me and do whatever you can to help others and that is how we fulfill the call of god and come together in unity thank you for listening to today's message if you'd like to receive jesus christ as your lord and savior you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, Please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you.